Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. It's always good to be at home, really. I mean, especially we've been on the road for 11 days straight. You know, just driving back in. Once we got in our cars at the airport the other day, it was nice to be here and regroup a little bit and uh, let these guys have some freedom yesterday, today, and then have team practice the next couple of days, and then obviously a Thursday workout that's structured. It's really good to be able to play a bomb walker in front of our fans who, you know, are extremely loyal, and they, they show up. You know, it ought to be exciting weekend. Yeah, yeah. With hey, John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. With my boo tastes like Kool-Aid of the NCAA Regionals is brought to you by Bale Chevrolet, Bud Light, Jones & Son Fine Jewelry, Edwards Food Giant, Homer's Ace Hardware, and Lion Legal Services. Welcome in to Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors broadcasting live from the Razorback Foundation here in Fayetteville next to Baumwalker Stadium. Got Joe Franklin back in the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a beautiful Trash Talk Thursday and we're going to have plenty of trash talk to go around today, and we want to hear from you. You can call or text in at 501-661-1037. You can get after us in the Asher Wrecker Life and Feedback, after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And today, going to have a loaded show for you here at around 1.30. Andrew Ellis of HawkSports.com, he's going to join us. Talk a little uh, baseball with Arkansas coach Dave Van Horn going today in the press conference, as well as Jace Borfin and Zach Morris. We'll get the chance to hear from them. Uh, we'll also have a chance to hear from Trey Schaff, who's still down at SEC meetings there in Destin, Florida. Get the latest up-to-date information from him. And then in the 3 o'clock hour, we're going to hear from Coach Z, Matt Zimmerman. He'll join us here at the Razorback Foundation. And looking forward to always catching up with him. And we'll uh, have some audio to play for you and, uh, and, and everything. It's going to be a fun-filled show. And I'll tell you this, Joe, just being out here, uh, you just uh, I see... All the Razorback fans who are already lining up. Uh, there's fans just walking around the area. There's some fans that are already tailgating right now. I mean, it's it's incredible to see just how many fans are, are showing up, showing out, and getting here so early. They've been here all week. I talked to a few of them. Uh, they're ready for this thing to get going, and it's going to be happening tomorrow afternoon. They've been camping out since the regional was announced, or was it actually before that? Because uh, it was announced on Monday. Were they there once Arkansas made their way home? They were already camping out. I would think that it was, I guess it was before it was officially announced because they uh, said that a week ago today, was at least the group I was talking to, was when they started. So uh, I guess last Thursday before uh, anything ever went down, which I guess if you're kind of in the position like the Razorback baseball team was, you knew you were going to at least host a regional. So they've been out there and they've been having their spots, their tents. There's couches out there. There's uh, grills out there. They have like this 
fake carpet stuff out there. I mean, they've basically made themselves at home outside of Baumwalker Stadium. It's pretty incredible. That's the way you have to do it. When you're going to camp out and it's going to be a while, you have to have all the amenities there because uh, you're only going to be able to step away for just a bit. If you can get somebody to maybe step in there while you step away for just a bit. So that's exactly what they had to do. But, yeah, yeah, uh, good on them for getting out there so early and getting their spot locked in. Yeah, I mean they they did it the right way, man. They uh, they they are all about it, and I know this place is going to be packed tomorrow. Of course, uh, the game's at two o'clock. Uh, have a one thirty pregame show right here on one zero three seven The Buzz. So you get an abbreviated out of bounds tomorrow, and I know that uh, Justin Akery will be up here with the zone as they'll broadcast live from the Razorback Foundation too. And a little fun fact, folks: we're going to have some regional tickets to give away on the show today. That's right. We're going to have some regional baseball tickets to give away, and these things are hot commodities. It's not something that's just uh, easy to come around. If you look at StubHub or any of those other places, you'll just see the prices of these tickets that people are asking for. Well, don't you worry. we got some that uh, we're going to be giving away here on this show, just like I know the guys in the morning as uh, well as uh, the zone gave away their tickets, too. So uh, I saw, Joe, that actually Hogpen tickets, which, of course, is the general admission out there in the outfield, some tickets were going for as high as $500 just, just to get into the door. I think that's a little absurd, and they'll probably come down, but it just kind of shows you how high demand that these tickets are right now. Yeah, and uh, everybody's just excited about what's going on with the regional, and there are no guarantees to how long they're going to be playing. But if they are playing next weekend into a super regional, they may go up even more. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they'll be fine. Hi. Which, oh, by the way, I should specify, too, this is for Sunday's uh, games. So uh, we'll be giving away Sunday for the regionals. As no, uh, It was Friday for the morning show and morning mayhem, and then Saturday on the zone, and we'll be giving away Sunday. And we'll give you details on that as the show goes on. So uh, we'll have some fun with that, too, because I know it's going to be something a lot of people are going after. But... Uh, we do know there's a lot of things to dive into. Again, we'll hear some Dave Van Horn sound and everything, but we did have a chance yesterday to officially hear about, at least late last night, some of the moves that Razorback basketball players were making, and we found out that there is one player returning and one player staying in the NBA, and it is Devo Davis, the Jacksonville native, uh, the local Arkansan, and the guy that has been a part of the program for three years. Well, he's making it a fourth year. He officially announced that he will be returning to Arkansas for his senior year. And then Jordan Walsh, the freshman phenom, the McDonald's All-American, uh, put out late last night that he will be keeping his name in the NBA draft. So pretty cool to see how all that uh, played out and pretty cool to see how just, you know, you think about everything that Arkansas has gone through this offseason with the ups and downs. I know people were disappointed with the, the Ron Holland situation and everything. Like, uh, that was that was tough. Uh, that was tough to see, but... It was a matter of, can you at least get one of those guys to come back? We talked about Walsh and how big that would have been, and uh, we talked about Devo and what that would have been. But uh, the fact that it is Devo, and it's nothing against Walsh you know, per se. I have nothing against the kid. But uh, when the fact you're getting Devo, your, your star player, back, to me that is just a, that's just a phenomenal gift for leadership purposes, for uh, different purposes as far as uh, knowing that he can do what he can do defensively, what's expected out of him. So... That's just really cool to see that uh, he's he's coming back for another year, and I know Arkansas is going to be excited to have him back next year as well. Yeah, Devo waited till the last minute also to make that happen, and uh, you never know what was going on with him. He did have a workout with the Bucks here recently. He's had some workouts with some NBA teams, so I just wonder if he was still going through the thought process and talking to those teams and trying to feel it out to see what was going to work best for him. And ultimately, he chose coming back to Arkansas. And you wonder about the conversations that they actually had also with Coach Muss and Devo and uh, just on both sides of it. But ultimately, he chose to come to Arkansas. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I love having him back. I know he was excited about it. I guess he's going to be on the zone tomorrow, which will be fascinating to hear from him and uh, what he has to say about uh, his decision and coming back and and everything. So uh, we're, we're looking forward to that, and we're looking forward to his next season and fitting back in with these teams. And uh, they have plenty of guard play, that's for sure. Uh, but Walsh, you know, being the guy that uh, was, of course, wanting to go into the NBA, and I think that he had a, a nice showcase there in the NBA Combine and uh, really had had his slot uh, bouncing up uh, pretty quickly as far as mock drafts go, uh, you got to be excited for him, too. You know, he, he's a guy that has a lot of upside, and 
You know, he didn't. Uh, he had, had kind of a rough start at times, and just trying to not, you know, keep from fouling and staying in the game. But once he settled in, you saw the potential that he had, and him trying his hand at the NBA. Does, is he going to get drafted first round, second round? I don't really know, but uh, it's something to where he's going to try to fulfill his dream. And you got to wish him nothing but the best of luck if you're a Razorback fan. Yeah, it'll be good to have all those players going through the draft process. Um, Jordan Walsh was the one that. We waited to hear from till the end that stayed in, but Ricky Council's there, Nick Smith Jr., and uh, Anthony Black. So it's going to be an exciting time for four Razorbacks going through that draft process and see where they end up whenever the NBA draft comes about. Oh, yeah. I think that there's going to be plenty of Razorbacks taken. I think that all four of them get drafted into the NBA, and that's going to be a feather in the cap for Eric Musselman. But now it becomes the question of, okay... So you have an open scholarship now. <laughs> you don't have Ron Holland here. Uh, Jordan Walsh is moving on. So what does Muss and this staff do with that extra scholarship? Is there somebody that is already in, in the works? Is it going to be somebody that's going to come out of nowhere? Could it be a, a player kind of like what we saw with uh, Jalen Tate a few years ago where in the midnight hour it seemed like he came out of nowhere and they added him in to the mix and we saw how impactful that was? It could be, but... Uh, as far as uh, the core and the group that Arkansas has, it's still a great group and still a highly talented group. I still think it's a top 15, top 20 team next year heading into the season. But who do they add into that next scholarship uh, will be uh, huge and will be interesting to see. And also the, all the rumors, speculation about Bay Fall, whether or not he's coming here, uh, that's going to be an, also another big question, which, again, from what we know, he is, but there has been some smoke surrounding it. But uh, as of right now, Arkansas just has that one scholarship, and it'll be interesting to see what they end up doing with it once they talk to a few other players, too. Yeah, they've had conversations with players already, and so now it becomes a deal of who they want to narrow it down to and what players are really interested in coming to Arkansas. And so if players are in the transfer portal and Arkansas is interested in them, they're still looking for a home, so you would think that wouldn't be hard to find. No, I wouldn't think so. Uh, I think that you know, with the amount of guards that Arkansas has and uh, the guys that they've added that can be great offensive players, you know, I've heard some people say, "Oh, we, we you know we want another big man, we want another six nine guy." Uh, I've heard people say that, "Hey, we want another shooter, uh, a guy that, that that can really score from any place on the court." Uh, get one of those, which of course is uh, easier said than done. But that's that's kind of what must and why they reach out to so many different players and. How they look at all these different players is seeing, okay, so who, who could fit our system, who could fit what? They put out all these feelers, and now that they have this open scholarship uh, available, they're going to use those connections that they had in the early part of the offseason and just kind of feel it out and say, okay, who's, who's interested, who's not interested, who's looking at it, who's not looking at it, and uh, let's figure it out and see who can get added into the mix. I just wonder how quickly they'll move on it will be something that, they, they're slow playing it a little bit, or is it something that they, hey, they get somebody added this weekend? We don't really know, but it's going to be interesting to see the timing of it all. It should happen pretty quickly. if um, Unless they're thinking about multiple players, and now they want to narrow it down and go through a process of seeing exactly which player fits best and what they want to do. But uh, it should happen quickly now that they know exactly what the roster looks like and they have one spot. Yeah, that's what you're hoping for. But it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. And we know that there's a lot of opinions going around on this. So we want to hear from you. 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in. Uh, get after us, and uh, we'll have some fun with that. We're also going to have Andrew Ellis joining us, talk a little baseball with him. We'll keep it moving on a Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Service Community Federal Credit Union presents your Razor Hog Update every day on Out of Bounds. True Service is honored to support local businesses with small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. This 
Texas Sports Center. The deadline for collegiate players to withdraw from the 2023 NBA draft passed yesterday. Arkansas guard Devo Davis announced his return for his senior season. As a junior, he averaged 11 points and had his best three-point shooting season as he shot nearly 35% on four attempts per game. Jordan Walsh remained in the draft. In 36 games this year, he averaged seven points and four rebounds on 43% from the field and 71% from the free throw line. ESPN has him projected to go 39th overall. And in Arkansas football, the first three games of the season got kickoff times. On September 2nd, Arkansas will face Western Carolina at War Memorial Stadium at 3 p.m. On September 9th, they'll host Kent State at Donald W. Reynolds Stadium at 3 p.m. Then on September 16th, BYU will come to town. Kickoff for that game is set for 6.30. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Look, I get it. We all receive a lot of messages and calls. But when you're driving, they can wait. Slow down, phone down. Work zone crashes have increased by 70% in Arkansas over the last four years. Law enforcement officers are patrolling work zones with zero tolerance for speeding or distracted drivers. When you enter a work zone, remember, slow down, phone down. It's the law. A message from the Arkansas Department of Transportation and the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. Court TV's Chanley Painter checks in with Morning Mayhem, courtesy of the Gangster Museum of America and the Hattery of Hot Springs. The former Miss Arkansas will fill us in on the latest high-profile cases. Don't miss Chanley Painter with Morning Mayhem on 103.7 The Buzz. When guys buy an engagement ring, we are getting engaged. But when girls get the engagement ring, they're getting married. So if you recently got engaged, then it's time for wedding bands. At Jones & Son, we have just the thing for you. Wedding band weekends, each weekend in June. Save up to $2,000 off select styles and wedding bands for both women and men. Jones & Son has hundreds of wedding bands to choose from. And even if you didn't buy your engagement ring from us, I'm sure we can match your ring and save you money. Hi, I'm Jacob Jones. Check out wedding band weekends all June only at Jones and Son Fine Jewelry. Roger Scott for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton. And their summertime auto loan special. Interest rates as low as 2.49%. No payments for 90 days or 84 months financing. Offer valid on new 22 or 23 models or you can refinance your current auto loan. Apply securely online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Now serving Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. Hey folks, Wild Bill here with Magic Market Motorsports Authority in Hot Springs and Russellville. Folks, we're kicking off our third annual season summer sell-off, and my goodness, do we have the inventory. That's right, Bill. We've got the best inventory we've ever had. Not going to last long. Terrains, rogues, forerunners, pilots, escapes. And don't forget, we say yes. Come see us. We've got plenty of financing options for you to get you in the vehicle of your dreams. And if you can't make it to one of our locations, you can always visit us online at msastore.com. Listen for Birthday Trivia in the Zone with Justin and Wes, presented by Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton, home of the Chocolate Nachos. Take exit 108 for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Without a plan, the future is just what happens to you. In some ways, you can't have a future without a plan, because all you really have is what you're doing now and a hope that it all works out. Don't gamble your financial future on hope. Tune in to the Get Ready for the Future show for straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money. Saturdays at 10 a.m., now exclusively on 103.7 The Buzz. Genma Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. CareLink, Central Arkansas's area agency on aging, strives to alleviate the stresses family caregivers experience when caring for older loved ones by providing services such as home care and Meals on Wheels in Central Arkansas. Learn more about helping a parent or grandparent at carelink.org or by calling 372-5300 or toll free at 800-482-6359. This message brought to you by CareLink, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association, and this station. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Osenberger leads at first with one away, reached on an air. Here's the 3-2 on Wagner. Osenberger taking off, hit high in the air, and struck well. Deep to right center field. Dylan Cruz going back, leaps up at the wall, and it's out of here. A two-run jack. Jared Wagner depositing his 10th bomb of the year, 41st of the season for the Hawks, and they strike first and in a hurry. On 103.7 The Buzz.
coverage of the NCAA Regionals is brought to you by Bale Chevrolet, Bud Light, Jones and Son Fine Jewelry, Edwards Food Giant, Homer's Ace Hardware, and Lion Legal Services. Here on a Trash Talk Thursday, and one way that you can always tr- t- talk a little trash with your friends is when you win more money than they do when it comes to betting with the Bet Saracen app. And they have it all right now when it comes to the regional play for Arkansas. They call it the Fayetteville Regional Double R Props with Santa Clara at Arkansas. And maybe there's some of these props and specialists you're looking at, and you're like, oh, yeah, definitely want to win the big money on that one. Like uh, Tavion Josenberger, over a half, over a hit. Or maybe runs there. Maybe you're feeling good about his bounce-back game. Maybe Kendall Diggs over one-and-a-half hit, over a half run, over half RBI. Get that going, too. That's plus 350. But how about the long shot? Plus 1,000. Caleb Cowley, who's been on fire and has been on a terror. He has over one-and-a-half hits, over one-and-a-half runs, and over a half RBI plus 1,000. They got that. They got the NBA Finals specials. They got the NHL specials. They got... All different types of sporting events to bet on, so you can check them out today. Bet Saracen is where you need to get it. You can download the app at Bet Saracen wherever your apps are found, whether it's the Apple Store or the Android Store. You can also go online at BetSaracen.com and check them out there. No matter what it's going to be, no matter how it's going to be, win some money today when it comes to all of the sporting events with Bet Saracen. And there's a few of those I like, uh, especially with the regionals and knowing that uh, some of the stuff that was going on with uh, these players who are bouncing back and how good Arkansas plays at home, that's a big difference. That, uh, that makes a huge change, and I know that they're going to be uh, hyped up to get out there on the field and start playing in front of the fans. And I think that that's even something that uh, Dave Van Horn has alluded to uh, a little bit more specifically, at least in the press conference today, was talking about fans and talking about how they are a, just been great this year. And he even made the bold statement, and I don't know, maybe it was just coach speak, but he even made the bold statement that he says the fans this year have been the best that they've ever been since he's been there. Now, what does that mean? Uh, does that mean that they just know when to cheer at the right times and when to boo at the right times? Not totally sure, but uh, that's the type of thing that makes a difference in home field advantage, and that's why it's so big for Arkansas and a place like Arkansas to be a host of a regional and a super regional to get to that point because they know home field advantage is going to be big time. Home field advantage always works out well, especially this season with uh, the way Arkansas has gone about their business. But we saw them go on the road and win last year. So they're a team that's capable of winning wherever they need to be, wherever they need to play at the time. But it is good to be at home and just be in the friendly confines and have the fans that you're used to having there in a packed-out stadium. Yeah, I can't wait to see what it looks like tomorrow, especially, again, with the weather being so nice. Uh, that's going to be a huge draw. But also, you know, it's a, it's a middle-of-the-day game, so I'm wondering how many people are going to be taken off early. I'm sure it will be plenty. It's not like there's going to be any empty seats or anything like that, but it's going to be a very enjoyable experience. There's no question about it. Uh, let's go to the phone lines before we get Andrew Ellis on here. Uh, Brent, who is in Stuttgart. What's up, Brent? Omniscient one. <laughs> yeah, omniscient one. Oh. That, I'm, I'm speaking of you, John, John Neighbors. Yeah, well, I don't know all about that, man. It seems like the past couple of days, everything's been pretty wild. Hey, you were a little... I would love to know what kind of uh, deal Ron Holland got with the uh, G-League Ignite. I mean, he got a good enough deal to where uh, it's going to take his talents to a a new level with the NBA G League and hopefully get him drafted at a very high pick, and I'm sure he got compensated well for it. It's kind of what happens with uh, the G League. Wish him well, but I miss you on – are we in the running for Grant Nelson now? From what I understand, and I mean, take it for what it's worth, but from what I understand, no. They, they, they're not in the running. In fact, yesterday I saw that uh, Grant Nelson – I think it was actually George, uh, Jeff Goodman tweeted it out that – uh, Jordan Nelson and uh, or Grant Nelson, I should say, not Jordan Nelson. Huh? Grant Nelson. He had his schools, kind of about four of them that he's looking at, and none of them were Arkansas. So I think the ship sailed on that one. Well, who are we? Who are we looking at for that next spot, Johnny? 
I mean, that is the question. I, I'm not even sure. I think that they were pretty, uh, pretty, uh, pretty solid on the fact that Ron Holland was going to be that final scholarship. And I'm sure that they've, you know, had other people in mind. But since it's happened so suddenly at, the, at this point in time, I'm not totally sure who they're looking at or what they're going to bring in. But knowing Muss and this staff, they, they've got somebody in mind. That's for sure. They've got a plan. Are you going to be in Fayetteville this weekend? I will be. I'm here currently at the Racerback Foundation. So yes, I will be up here. Okay, I will. I will see you up there. My, I'm in section either 117 or 114 on the third day side. Yeah, you got those Gucci seats, Brent. You got those nice seats. You're going to have to take advantage of that. Oh, yeah. Look, hope I get to see you. (laughs) Hope I get to see you, too, Brent. All right. Have a great day. Yeah, you as well, Brent. Appreciate you. Appreciate you calling in. Yeah, that's the thing, Joe, about that G League and that Ignite thing is that uh, it's it's incredible to see how, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's almost like in a way of, I hate to use the term, but it's almost like, all right, who's going to ante up between now where the G League's going up against college teams because of NIL and everything. It's like they go up against each other and trying to outbid each other almost with uh, some of these players. It's just crazy what it's turned into over the past year or two. And it's amazing that it's just G League and college because we know that overseas is always available, and we've seen a few players take that route and go get paid there. You know, more likely they, they want to stay close to the home and if they can and go to the G League to go that route because they know that NBA scouts will be there. But also, if you go to an overseas league, there are always going to be NBA scouts that are going to pay attention there. And uh, anywhere you go, if you're on a certain level, they're going to find you. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it, too. It's like no matter what, if you're a great player, you're going to get spotted, you're going to get scouted, and you're going gonna to get that opportunity. So it, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of you know being in a good position to work on your game and get better and you know get to that skill set because we see players all the time whether it's g league whether it's college whether it's overseas or wherever guys get discovered guys find their way in you know pretty often and it's because of not oh well this league is better than this league or this way is better than this way it's just a matter of hey if you're good if you're good and you're good and if you develop you develop and if you got something that they're wanting then hey they're going to offer you and they're going to try to get you on the team so i mean i think that Something like that will be uh, will be pretty fun to to kind of discuss and and dive into as it all goes on because I know it's it's staying pretty fun right now with just trying to keep up with that. Maybe I shouldn't say fun. Dramatic might be the right term. It's very dramatic. It's very entertaining, and it can also be pretty frustrating because <laughs> honestly, it's, I, I like looking at it yesterday. I think Razorback fans and maybe even the Razorback basketball program probably felt like they had they were going to have a really fun good day. And it's still great. Like you still got Devo back, and you still have a lot of great players. So it's not like the world is coming to an end, and everything's just terrible. But you know, you're hoping, you're hoping to get Ron Holland. You were hoping to maybe get Walsh back, but that's not the case. You got to move forward. This is the team you got. Care about the guys that are on the team right now, folks. Care about them. Those are the ones that are going to be leading you next year. Those are the ones that you're going to be hopeful that they can bring you back into the second weekend and maybe even further in the NCAA tournament. Just care about the guys that are on the team. Don't worry about the guys that are off the team. I think it was more wishful thinking with Jordan Walsh, and they've had conversations True. over the past couple of weeks, so they they knew you know what he was probably leaning towards, and maybe they did have conversations of trying to entice him to come back, but it's it's time for him to go ahead and pursue that NBA career, and that's why he made the move. That's right, and again, wish him nothing but the best of luck. Hopefully it works out for him, and hopefully he ends up being a great player there in the league, so... Uh, but we'll talk more basketball. I know that there's going to be a lot of comments about that. But Razorback baseball, of course, is on the forefront of everyone's minds right now. That's why we're up here in Fayetteville broadcasting live at the Razorback Foundation. So let's go to the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline and welcome in Andrew Ellis of Hawksports.com, friend of the show, does a great job covering all things Razorback baseball. And Andrew, man, appreciate you joining us this afternoon. It's good seeing you again this afternoon, but how you doing? Absolutely. Good to see you, too, and I'm happy to be on. Yeah, man, and it's like it's been a whirlwind, I know, of just uh, hearing from uh, different coaches and players and everything, and we're going to uh, hear from Santa Clara's coaches in the 2 o'clock hour uh, as well as some of their players. But, of course, you've been covering the team all year long, and we got to hear from Dave Van Horn today, and I know we'll play some of that audio. But uh, just kind of going into this regional, what do you think the storyline is for Arkansas? Like if you just put up a headline, and a headline only about 
this regional and with the Arkansas Razorbacks, what do you think is the biggest story right now? I think that the the key for Arkansas is taking care of business at home, which is something they've done all year. I mean, thirty and four at home been a big theme all year that they take they do everything well. They they won all their series here. Take care of business at home and stay on schedule because everyone talks about the pitching staff and oh, can we get to a regional if we don't have you know whatever if X Y Z happens. None of that matters as much if you stay on schedule. If you win your first game, you get a good outing from Hunter Holland. You only have to use a few innings out of your bullpen. You win that second game. Hagan Smith pitches deep into the game. If you stay on schedule and Arkansas only has to use their top, you know, five, six, seven arms, you feel really good about that group and what that group can get done. It's when it's when things go awry and you maybe get a two out, two inning starter, a three inning starter, something weird happens, or you need a guy to be extended or something. When things get weird and you start having, you go to that losers bracket. That's when your bullpen really gets tested. And you know, for Arkansas, obviously they're hoping that doesn't happen. I, and like I said, I think the key is just you know staying ahead of schedule, taking care of business. Really, these first two games, and, you know, obviously you can't win, you can't start two and zero if you don't start one and zero. So the first game is important, but that second game, I mean, it, the, the winner of that game goes on to win the regional somewhere around eighty percent of the time. I, it's it's hard to put too much emphasis on it, but it's it's a humongous game. And Arkansas just needs to do what they've done all year, play well, get good starts from their starters, and you know, take like I said, take care of business at home. That's that's the theme of the week, I guess. Andrew, what have you been able to uh, gather as far as info on Santa Clara? Yeah, Santa Clara is interesting. Uh, you know, they they weren't. You know, they they won their conference tournament is how they punched their ticket here, but they they weren't necessarily. They were they finished second in their league, tied with a couple a couple other teams for second place in that league. I don't think much was expected out of this team coming into the year, but you know, they, they it's an older group, got a really solid lineup full of a ton of guys who have been there, done that before. Got a pretty good Friday night starter in Cole Kitchen, who's going to probably throw against Arkansas tomorrow. We'll probably get that confirmed here in a little bit. The thing that really sticks out to me whenever I look at this team is they have three really good bullpen arms, each of who can close out a game, one of who even throws up, up around 100 miles an hour. He'll be mid to upper 90s. So that bullpen at the back end of the game is really the strength of this team. So, you know, Arkansas really cannot afford to mess around because you do not want to be in a situation where you're, you know, slow out of the gate and you have a little bit of a deficit then all of a sudden Santa Clara is able to go to their top arms and then you're in more of a dogfight than you planned on so I think that the thing that sticks out to me is just a veteran lineup of guys who can get it done a lot of speed we'll see if they test Parker rolling behind the plate you know not many teams in the SEC did but we'll see if Santa Clara can do it and you know that bullpen really sticks out so I think Arkansas is going to want to get things going offensively early so they don't have to worry about it as much so Dave Van Horn said that Hunter Holland, who is going to be the starter against Santa Clara, of course, uh, we have Hunter Holland join us every week here on Out of Bounds, thanks to McCord's Barbecue, but that was the topic, of course, of what, what direction they were going to go, so what do you make of that decision going with Hunter Holland against Santa Clara instead of somebody else? I, I think it's, I mean, not that CBH needs any confirmation from me, he doesn't need my advice, but I think that's the right decision. I think it's a decision that makes sense, and I think, you know, when you look back to that SEC tournament when he brought Hunter Holland in to that Thursday game against LSU, I think he had this in mind of, hey, I might start this guy. He might be my game one starter next week, so let's go ahead and get him in there now. I think Holland is your best bet as far as a chance for a pitcher to work deep into the game. You know, he's got a complete game on on his record this season. He's gone six innings a ton of times, and I don't think Hagan's done that once yet this season, so Hunter's your best chance in terms of eating up a ton of innings. You know, it's very possible this guy could go out there and eat up six, seven, eight innings if he's rolling. You know, and depending on how the you know the game situation works out. But you know, he started game ones for Arkansas plenty this year. Older guy, ton of confidence. Confidence is the word that DBH used three or four times when he was talking about him today in his press conference. But you know, just a guy you can you can rely on. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to waste your best bullet. You don't want to come out here and use Hagan Smith in game one and empty the tank trying to win this one because you know you got a big game coming up in game two. And so Hunter Holland's the perfect middle ground where you're not wasting, you know, your first-team all-SEC pitcher, but you're also not just going out there throwing some freshman that hasn't pitched in three months. You're, you're taking the game seriously. You, you're, you're putting a guy out there that you can trust, a guy who's on, on enough rest, and a guy that has, you know, at times been the most consistent and most reliable piece in this Arkansas entire pitching staff. So, I really like the move, and I think it's the right decision, and we'll see if uh, if he makes DBH look like a smart man tomorrow. How are you feeling about Brady Tiger, where his game is right now, as he's tried to work himself back into the lineup of the last few weeks? 
you know, uh, his, his start in the SEC tournament started off really well, and then the command sort of slipped a little bit there for him. But overall, I feel really good about where Brady Tiger's at and, you know, his stuff. I mean, every week it seems like he shows us something different in that arsenal. And, you know, the more I think about it, the more we see him in this starting role, it just makes a lot of sense him as a starting pitcher. I mean, this is a guy that, you know, everyone, you know, he throws 93 to 95 with his fastball, and it might be his fourth best pitch. I mean, that curveball is obviously a big-time out pitch. He's been working that slider really well lately. And against A&M last week, we saw him get a few swings and misses on that changeup, which seems to be a nice little weapon for him. He just has such a nice arsenal and mix of pitches, and he has command for all of them. And just, you know, I think that as he continues to evolve and grow into this role and his pitch count goes up, I think it really makes sense having him in that starting role. And, you know, I think Arkansas still has a little bit of questions with their bullpen. Will McIntyre and Zach Morris have been really good, but, you know, I think that they don't necessarily have that, you know, top-notch closer like they've had in years past. But those guys have been good enough to where it allows Brady Tiger to evolve in this starting role. And so it'll be fun to watch him down the stretch to see how much they can get out of him if they're really going to get to the point where he's throwing 90, 100 pitches per outing. If he is, I mean, the, the sky's the limit for what he and really this entire Arkansas rotation can do. And so I'm, I'm really interested to see, you know, what he looks like this weekend on this stage and see how far they push him. And, you know, if you're the Hogs, you're hoping that it's in a game where you're, you've won your first two and you can kind of, you know, feel good about what you're going into. And hopefully he's not pitching in an elimination game. But uh, I, I feel really good about where he's at right now. Speaking with Andrew Ellis of Hogsports.com here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. So, Andrew, now uh, kind of forecasting it, and I know it's tough to, to look ahead, but uh, assuming that Arkansas takes care of business against Santa Clara, how, how do you see the rest of the, the pitching matchups or the rotations coming out? I feel, feel like Hagan Smith for sure will start game two uh, against either TCU or Arizona, but how do you think that they play that? And also, guys out of the bullpen, you know, when do they use Will McIntyre? When do they use Gage Wood? When do they use Zach Morris? How do they approach it that way? Well, you know, I think a lot of it, they're going to take it one game at a time and really one inning at a time. But I think the most ideal scenario, which I think is a realistic one, is Hunter Holland pitches and gives you, you know, six, maybe seven innings as a starter. And then you evaluate from there. If you're up 10 to one, you're up, you know, nine to three or so, you know, kind of in that comfortable range. I think that's a good spot for a guy like Gage Wood to kind of see if he can get that mojo back, see what you can get out of him. And, you know, he's a guy who we've seen pitch three, three, four innings saves before. So, you know, you could really get out of that game with using just two pitchers if things go according to plan. But, you know, obviously if it's a tight game and Arkansas is up 3-2 to two or they're down in the game, whatever the case may be, you know, I, I don't think they'll hesitate to go to guys like Will McIntyre and Zach Morris. But in an ideal scenario, you would be able to hold those guys for game two and, you know, have them in, in ready to go in relief for that game two against TCU or Arizona. And, you know, if you remember correctly, TCU got to see Will McIntyre and Zach Morris, you know, in the second game of the season. And, didn't go great for McIntyre, but Morris, that was one of his, you know, few outings early in the season where he pitched really well. So that matchup's an interesting one, and, you know, if that's, if that's what, it is, what it ends up being, I think you have to feel pretty good if you're Arkansas if you can have both of those guys available with a guy in Hagan Smith who, you know, is as good as any pitcher in the country and is, and is a guy that for as long as he's in the game, you know, he's, he's putting up zeros and he's giving you a chance to win. And he's another guy that I'm excited to watch him pitch on this stage, you know, watching Hagan Smith. He just pitches with such an edge and seems like he rises to the occasion so much. And so we'll see if you know he can pitch, you know, play some of his best ball down the stretch like he did last year in the postseason. Hey, we got about 15 seconds, but just real quick, Andrew, does Arkansas win this regional? Do you think that they get out of there? 3-0. They get it done. 3-0. Like the prediction, like the confidence, and I'm sure Razorback fans do too. Andrew Ellis of Hogsports.com. Appreciate it as always, Andrew. Enjoy the weekend in Fayetteville, man, and I'm sure we'll be catching up with you later in the postseason. Sounds good, man. You too. All right, appreciate it. Again, it's Andrew Ellis of FoxSports.com joining us on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. We'll take a commercial break. When we come back, we'll get to what's trending in the world of sports and keep it moving on a Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. a century, Arkansans have come to Oaklawn to play, to bet, and to win. Now, we're coming to you. 
Introducing Oaklawn Sports, the new mobile betting app from Oaklawn. Bet anywhere in Arkansas. Download the app on Apple and Google Play and take advantage of first bet insurance up to $250. Oaklawn Sports, Arkansas's trusted brand. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Hey, Jay, can you finish that induction range installation tomorrow? Orders have really amped up at Nate's Electric. We need to finish installing it first in Maine. Did we hear back from the grocery chain? It's no shock he needs electricians, like yesterday. Smart fridge. Everybody wants one of those these days. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you ordered a new air filter for your car. You try to install it, but it doesn't fit. So you take a little bit off the sides. What still doesn't fit? Well, you could try to sit on it. Or get it right the first time with eBay Guaranteed Fit. When you see the check, you know that part's going to fit. Air filters, brakes, headlights, over 122 million parts. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Brewskies is the spot for lunch downtown. Burgers, wings, sandwiches, loaded fries, and healthy options like wraps and salads. Prepared from scratch daily and made hot and fresh to order. Happy hour starts at 11 a.m. and those drink specials go with everything on the menu. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Tonight at Brewskies, it's sports trivia at 7 p.m. Followed by the best karaoke party in town at 9 p.m. And the party don't stop till 2 a.m. Big O Tires knows it's frustrating to jump through hoops. We hate them as much as you do. So we're bringing back our buy three, get one free sale. At Big O, we legitimately give you a free tire. We don't mark it up. We don't make you mail in a rebate. You honestly get a free tire. No hoops. Buy three, get one free. At the Big O Tire stores in Conway and Cabot. We have something for every vehicle. So save money today and get tight, service, straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot. Graduation season is upon us, and Edwards Food Giant has got you covered with their new Edwards Caters program. Planning a graduation party? Make it a breeze with delicious party trays from their deli. With options including crispy chicken tenders, fresh baked cookies, vegetable and relish trays, and delectable deli meats and cheeses. Just click on edwardsfoodgiant.com, then hit the catering tab to place your order. Your trays will then be ready for pickup at your preferred Edwards Food Giant location. Let Edwards Food Giant take care of all your party needs at edwardsfoodgiant.com. Hi folks, it's David Basil with some big news from the Riverfront Steakhouse where you never leave hungry. Take that special love of your life and you two ask for the amazing $60 steak special which includes the delicious Riverfront 10 ounce filet and four jumbo juicy fried shrimp plus a choice of two large delicious Riverfront sides. You can choose from hibachi fried rice, onion rings, mashed potatoes, spinach supreme, french fries, zucchini, sauteed mushrooms and the famous Frank Fletcher giant baked potato which is about as big as a canoe and is a meal in itself and Yes, it comes with a ton of toppings and, of course, butter. And there is more. Both of you have to save room for trips to the Riverfront Salad Bar, the largest salad bar in central Arkansas, with over 30 items, including baby shrimp, pastas, fresh vegetables, and salad toppings. All of this outstanding food for just $60. So for the perfect date night dinner for two, come to the Riverfront Steakhouse in the Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock. Open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Reservations are recommended. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. How does Sam Pittman celebrate being bull eligible? Well, I believe I'm going to have me old cold beer. <laughs> that's kind of what I like to do, you know. Do so you need any company? Anybody want to come, but bring some, you know what I mean? <laughs> Thank B-Y-L-B, you, Kobe, baby. On 103.7 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has best deals in the market, been doing it 60-plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. Make a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, guadneychevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell. You want to get to GuadneyChevrolet.com to see the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles. You can get a deal started. 
on GuadneyChevrolet.com and make sure you go through the site and just see all the deals that are there on GuadneyChevrolet.com. If you need to schedule a service, you can do that with convenient service hours throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon, in case you can't make it throughout the week, it's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. Coverage of the NCAA Regionals is brought to you by Bale Chevrolet, Bud Light, Jones & Son Fine Jewelry, Edwards Food Giant, Homer's Ace Hardware, and Lion Legal Services. Is out of bounds here on a Trash Talk Thursday. John Neighbors live at the Razorback Foundation right next to Baumwalker Stadium. Got Joe Franklin back in the Hogs Meat Market Studios. Having some fun here as we know there's a lot of topics going on with basketball and football and, of course, baseball because uh, the regionals are very important to so many people. And, again, uh, for those of you just tuning in, we're going to have some tickets to give away, a pair of tickets to Sunday's regionals here in Fayetteville. And we'll give you details on that as the show goes on. But uh, we know with all of this craziness and all these crazy headlines and storylines we got to talk about what's trending so let's go ahead and jump into what's trending in the world of sports what's trending in the world of sports is sponsored by arkansas-based west rock coffee join west rock coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel arkansas with great tasting coffee tea and water delivered directly to your business contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today all right, what's trending in the world of sports? few things going on, at least in the national scene, as uh, something that's, of course, in the NBA. We know the NBA Finals have been set, but the Celtics, who were bounced out of the Eastern Conference Finals, had a chance to come back from 3-0, fell a little bit short. And I asked the question of what's going to happen. Well, they're not going to have a coaching change, as Joe Mazula will be returning as the coach next year, according to Brad Stevens. So... You know, there's things that need to be fixed, and there's uh, things that happen in the NBA with these teams where they'll fire coaches if they don't get it done. But uh, with Brad Stevens and how he feels about Missoula, he's like, hey, we're, we're keeping him around until next year at least because uh, uh, we feel like uh, he's still got some uh, some great coaching in him, and they can be even better next year too. It's the right move. You don't want to have three coaches in three years and then give them a chance there. They did make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. They were the favorite. They didn't get it done. But give him a full off season of knowing what's going on with his team. He's already been through a full season. Give him a full offseason and see if they can come back better next year. Now, they will be faced with possibly making some roster changes. Teams are every year, but they're going to look deep within the team to see how they can be better. Yeah, I, I thought it was the right move. They don't need to fire him. I, I, don't was, I didn't want them to fire him, and so... I think it's the right move for them. and uh, There's going to be a lot of pressure, though, and expectations because it seems like the Celtics are just right there, just right there. They just need something to get them over the hump uh, to get them to that championship level. So uh, maybe with some additions, maybe some maneuvering around, and uh, maybe some other things to go into next season. That'll be uh, what happens. But is going to be the coach that's going to be leading them from there. Everybody expects to win. They can't all win, though. Like, look at the two teams that are in the NBA Finals. The Heat and Nuggets, they both expect to win. They can't both win. Only one team can win. That's right. That's right. And, you know, somebody, somebody's got to finish last, but also in the case of, like, the Celtics, somebody's got to finish third or fourth. Uh, it's just tough to do. But uh, they're going to be having him back next year. And on the other side of it, too, in the NFL, I thought this was funny that uh, this is even a, a storyline, but still anything, anything that Tom Brady does is always going to be a storyline. But he reiterated today that he has no plans to play in the NFL again. It's like after he retired, uh, he's, he hopes agreeing to buy into the Vegas Raiders will allow him to be involved in the league for the rest of his life. But he says he is 100% certain that he will not be playing ever again in the NFL. I was hoping he'd kind of pull Nick Saban and say, uh, I've, I've answered the question, so quit asking. But no, he's, he's just saying, hey, I'm done. I'm not playing, so let's just move on from that. Well, this is something that's been kind of swirling around since Tom Brady bought into the Raiders. Would he be able to actually be in ownership of the Raiders and play? And uh, he's just kind of putting that to rest where there's no need to even think about going through that process because he said he's not playing. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the way that it needs to be with him reiterating that. And he doesn't need to play. Not to say that he can't still play, but uh, I think that if you re- unretire twice, that's just a bad look for everybody involved. So... 
Uh, also, uh, I want to mention this. I guess I should have done it with uh, when we were talking about the NBA. But uh, the NBA Finals, of course, uh, will be transpiring here over the next few days. And we know the Nuggets and the Heat, it's going to be a good one. But one referee that's not going to be officiating these games is Eric Lewis who is a guy that's been around a long time, and he was not selected as one of the 12 referees who will put in the work of the NBA Finals because they are looking into whether he used a Twitter account to defend himself and other officials from online critiques. They say that they were deleted tweets now uh, that revealed a pair, by a pair of Twitter users last week. They opened an investigation to whether or not Lewis in, uh, was a violation of those NBA rules by speaking about officiating in an unauthorized manner but it has not been determined if he was using the account, but he used the name Blair Cutliff, and uh, the account was deactivated briefly. So I don't really know what's going on, but uh, I guess there's got to be some sort of smoke to the fire of this was him or some him someone involved with him using these Twitter accounts to go out and to try to uh, be crit- critical of other people that are being critical of them as officials. It's a weird story. It's the right move for the NBA to not consider him for the finals right now because... They are doing their investigation, but the other part is if he's doing the finals, you can imagine what that's going to be, the backlash that you would get whenever you're in any of those arenas, whether you're in Denver or Miami. He would hear it from the fans in both places, so it's the right move. Yeah, I just think it's funny, like, how did this all you know come about where it's like, oh, no, they're the ones that, uh, you know, he's out there going after other people on Twitter. You know how many people have burner accounts out there? I'm sure there's more people than people even realize that have burner accounts, and that includes officials. But, uh, yeah, he, hey, listen, he's not he's not going to have a chance to, to coach in the, or at least referee, I should say, in the NBA Finals. But a coach that was close to the NBA Finals this year and even has coached in the NBA Finals before, Monty Williams, he was with the Suns. He got fired. Well, don't worry, he's got a new deal with the Detroit Pistons. Six-year, $78.5 million deal with the Detroit Pistons. Uh, and it was, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, it's the largest coaching deal in NBA history. Monty Williams, is he worth all that money? Apparently so. <laughs> well, the thing about it is he, he's been rewarded already as far as getting that contract. But if he's able to turn around the Pistons from you know bringing them back to even relevance right now then it'll be well worth it and the pistons they paid their coaches well here the last three coaches not only monty williams but Dwayne casey stan van gundy who was president of basketball operations so he had a bunch of titles that you know garnered that type of pay but the pistons that's one thing they're not shying away from is putting money into the coach and trying to uh get the best results they just haven't had the best results not just yet, but hey, uh, there's got a good coach, at least someone with experience, so we'll see how it plays out. But we're up against it. We'll have more headlines to get to as the show goes on. Uh, in the second hour, we're going to talk with Trey Schapp, uh, seeing what's going on at SEC meetings. We'll have some more of your phone calls and text messages, and we'll get to hear from some of the coaches here at the Fayetteville Regional uh, here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us on the other side of the break. <laughs> don't already have the Bet Saracen Sports Wager app? Download it today from the app stores or go to BetSaracen.com. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. Double B's is a locally owned business serving Arkansans for over 50 years. Unlike chain retailers, Double B's keeps more 